thanks for joining me in podcast number two. The theme for athletes is balanced reasoning. This is the ability to select a movement uh, as the play is going on or prior to. So a lot of people want to call this the read of a play, anticipation, but we found in our mental research that Athletes needed a reasonable plan, a format. In other words, they needed to have done the activity multiple times so that they have that tool in the tool belt. So a good example in hockey, if you're back-checking, you've done this a thousand times perhaps as a defenseman, but then the opponent does something a little tricky and it gets you off guard. Now, a reasonable assumption is that one you've gone with the flow of that play and stayed with the player, or two, you learned from that as you skated back on your shift and said, okay, well, that, that guy's not going to do that, that gal's not going to do that again to me. So what we're trying to teach athletes is that you need to write things down. Reasoning comes from evidence. And if you forget a play, you forget what your coach has told you, you haven't experienced something before, you just don't get it, you need a plan. So we say it's being reasonable. Be reasonable with your skill set. Know what you're capable of doing each day. So a, so a great example um, of this quote is, man spends his time or his life reasoning on the past, complaining about the present, and fearing the future. So what we're trying to get our athletes to do is make a reasonable plan. Don't complain that you might have made the error. And think about the future as positive that in your next shift, your next serve, your next shot on the golf course, the next tip in basketball that you understand how to correct yourself. So there's a lot of people in sport that complain that they didn't get a chance that the other opponent was unfair, this ref sucks. I mean, I've, I've, heard, I've heard it all. But knowing your moves without hesitation means that you produce an automatic response. And, and this is part of reasoning. So, so sitting there listening to this, I want you to ask yourself, how can you select a movement quickly if you don't have a reasonable idea of your ability for that skill? So you... So you got to know your stuff. So your duty is to be a portion of that as a technical coach for yourself. So you need to go over what is this skill set? How do I make this move? What's going to happen when I get under the basket? If the guy elbows me in the gut, what happens? Can I retain balance? So when you force the play... You force a player to do something reasonable in terms of their timing. But when you force the play and it becomes very aggressive, this is where you might panic and start being emotional instead of using your mental strength. So we guarantee that if you will just take the time to visualize, that's a psychological tool, the actual skill, but do it in detail. Know exactly what you're going to do and how you're going to do it and keep rehearsing that part. Now, athletes hate writing things down. But 96% of athletes that write things down 
uh, are super successful in the area of consistency. So it's, it's almost like you have to pay to play. And I don't care how old you are as an athlete. I don't care if you're an eight-year-old learning how to hang on to a racket. Writing things down or talking them through will, will help you know the skill well. When you're under pressure, your brain has to have a reasonable pathway to get there. So let's look at something like slow motion. Now, we were fascinated with this as a research team when we took athletes. We filmed them within, a, you know, in our laboratory, so in a science environment, but let's say kicking a soccer ball. And we slowed it down so the individual could see themselves doing that activity. And we taped it from several angles so they could see what they were doing. And to our astonishment, that athlete, when they could see something in slow motion, it, it enabled them to be reasonable with their comments. They could pick out what they were doing. They could self-correct. And then they had this, what we call a balanced, reasonable plan for that movement. And they, we had things like, oh my goodness, I didn't even know I looked like that. Or why was I putting my left leg way out on that? So it, it was incredible to see young athletes correct themselves during slow motion. So if you're listening again um, and really listening, take the time to get a buddy, your parent, your teammate to film you in slow motion doing something. Make sure it's pretty good footage and that you can slow it, slow it down to a capability that they can almost see it frame by frame. So we may put ours on iMovie or something like that on your personal device. But to take a look at yourself doing something in slow motion brought this balanced reasoning to the front of the brain. And we say that the front of the brain doesn't solidify in decision making until around age 25 or 26. So it's a long time to wait. Parents, I know if you're listening to this, you're going, oh, wow, my kid is not going to be able to make the proper decisions until he or she is that age. But reasoning also comes from the midbrain where we start putting things like two and two together. And we, we know those are four. We know they add up. So, so all I want you to think about is, can I use the mental tool of slowing motion down, correcting myself, and making a reasonable pattern of what that skill is? Then if you really want uh, the cherry on top of the sundae, then go and look at some pro doing the same movement that you're doing and see if you can pick up some skill sets of foot position, head up, peripheral vision, all of that, and compare what they are doing to what you're doing. And I think that you'll realize that reasoning is uh, filling up the tank. In other words, you have to do this daily in order to come up with the proper movement patterns. So just imagine for you tennis players, for example, just knowing the right angle of that slice. For the golfers, you know the loft position and you can estimate reasonably what kind of roll that you might get based on the greens that day. It might take you to the fourth hole until you get a read on the greens. But it's reasonable to assume that if you pay attention to the details, you will improve. So this is Coach Lori on our short podcast today because 
why spend a whole bunch of time talking? Just go out and do this activity and then give me some comments on innermindsports at gmail.com and I'll be happy to answer all your questions strictly confidential between yourself and myself. And for those people who are in golf, tennis, soccer, or hockey, please jump on our website, Intermind Sports, and you can sign up for 95 of these lessons all in writing, so it's in front of you, uh, just for $25 Canadian. So I'm hoping that you will take that on, especially for some of you that might be at home and training in a different way. Um, others waiting to know if you're getting into college or not. Some people don't know about their school schedule. And as you know, talking to you in 2020, there's a lot of concerns about world health. So we want you to stay safe. We want you to stay isolated. Make sure that you do all that public hygiene, um, distancing, all that. Um, we'll talk about that in future podcasts of just how that's affecting people mentally and emotionally. So this is Coach Lori signing off from Nimpo Lake, BC. I'm looking over the lake today. So what a great view and uh, all the best and take care.